Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Care Patrol of Connecticut in New York is your number one partner for securing safe senior living options and navigating the senior care continuum. Their services are at no cost to you, and they guide you through the entire process. Visit www.carepatrolct.com for details. And welcome back to the show. This is your opportunity to call in. You can call me at 203-333-9422. And so what we try and do is give you an opportunity once a week to avail yourself of the fact that I have a law license uh, in New York and Connecticut, but we're really focusing on Connecticut on Mondays. And what we do is spin this out as a separate podcast called Lisa on the Law, but it's under the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. So if you are on Spotify or on Apple and you want to hear this, and we do a pretty good job of giving you some keywords about what we've talked about, you can listen to Lisa on the Law again at your leisure if you just want to catch up with some general principles of law. Uh, My area of expertise is predominantly estate planning and estate administration, what happens after somebody passes. All of the different things jurisdictionally that we handle in probate court, which are conservatorships and mental health matters and guardianships and name changes and a bunch of other things, adoptions and whatnot. Uh, And then also, I was a practicing real estate attorney for many years, so I know real estate law pretty well. But there are other, other kinds of issues that come up once in a while. And if you email me ahead of time, I can always chat with a colleague and come back and give you some good information, even if it isn't in an area that is my normal area of expertise. Because what we're trying to do on Monday mornings is teach. I love to teach. 203-333-9422. So uh, I prefer that you call in, but once in a while we'll take an email. Let's take this one. Go ahead, Justin. All right, uh, Nancy from Riverside writes, Good morning, Lisa. I love listening to your show. I am a widow who just turned 70. I own my own home. I have two sons and, t- and six young grandsons. I would like to protect my home from the quote-unquote nursing home situation. I am especially sensitive to this because I went through this nightmare with my parents in the early 2000s. I have consulted with two attorneys, one being a very well-known elder care lawyer uh, in Fairfield. I have had all of my documents updated and probate taken care of through her. However... I still have no clear answers as to how to protect my home and leave a legacy for my family. I would sincerely appreciate your advice and expertise. Sincerely, Nancy. So, Nancy, this kind of a question doesn't lend itself to a black or white or easy answer. 
And I'm very glad that you sought out the services of an elder law attorney. And I want to stress at the beginning and end of this that that is the best thing to do. And specifically, an elder law attorney who was a member of the National Association of Elder Law Attorneys is an even better idea because you know that those people are keeping up with the latest. Uh, And all of this planning is obviously very specific, and I'm not going to give you specific legal advice. But I liked your question because it gives me a chance to give, to tell you that there is this overview that's going on here. And I want to explain it to people. You know, a lot of us fall into the category of trying very hard to save up enough money to not only pay our bills, but have a little left over when we retire with the hope that we will not have to depend on our children to take care of us when we are old. And yet we know that it's very expensive to be old and to be old and sick. In fact, the statistics show that the vast majority of the money that we will be spending in our life will likely be spent in our last three to five years of living. Did you know that? You can look that up. Also, just some other things to keep in mind, the average stay in a nursing home in Connecticut right now is over $200,000 a year. So if you spent your whole life accumulating a million dollars in the bank and you managed to live long enough to outlive your money, a million dollars isn't what it used to be. You get five years, and then what? Then you have to go on Medicaid. Now, a lot of people try and think about this this way, and this is what Nancy was getting at. She wants to be able to both be able to depend on Medicaid for state assistance, but also but also, be able to have some money to leave to her children and grandchildren. And the state of Connecticut says, not so fast. You really can't have it both ways because – We want you as a taxpayer to spend your own money before you tap into our money, right? From the state of Connecticut's point of view, we want you to spend your own money on your own care before you ask us for Medicaid. We want you to really be poor before you pretend that you are poor. So what they do is they make this policy, and it's called a look-back policy. And it says, for example, with a house, you can give your house to your children, but If you give your house to your children September 1st, 2020, that any time until September 1st, 2025, in that five-year period, if you apply for Medicaid benefits within any time, five years from the date that you gave away your house, we have a right to reverse that transaction and make the kids give your house back. Not only that, we can sue them if they don't do it nicely. Because before you go ahead and ask for Medicaid, you've got to spend your own money first. Now, that's the big principle. It's called a five-year look back. Some people call it a claw back, a look back. They're clawing back the money. They're saying, you can't give it away and then ask us to pay your bills. Uh -uh -uh Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Now, are there some exceptions to that? Well, there's one very well-known exception, but it's not so easy. The exception in Connecticut is you can give that to your kid, and it's only between parents and kids, not sisters, relatives, nieces, only parents and kids. You can give it to your kid if your kid is your primary caretaker. If your kid, listen to this, has given up his or her job to take care of you, basically does nothing else, and but for 
but for the fact that your child lived with you, you would definitely be able to, you would definitely have had to be in a nursing home. So let's say you're 70 years old and you have your son live with you and you give your son the house and you turn around and say, my son should be able to have the house. I mean, he gave up his job. He stayed with me. You might be able to make that argument, but if you were in reasonably good health when you did it, you will not be able to make that argument. Because if you're in reasonably good health at the age of 70, how did living with your son prevent you from being in a nursing home? It didn't. You already have to be advanced Parkinson's, advanced dementia, a stroke, something serious. Where as a matter of actual fact, the fact that your son lived with you prevented you from also having to go into a nursing home. Now, these are just some of the general principles. How is it done in real life? In real life, Nancy? In real life, this is the way it's done. In real life, very often, you'll give your son the house, but you'll take back what is called a life estate, which is the right to live in your house. You don't want to move. And you'll wait out that five-year period, and you'll hope that five years will go and come, and you'll never have had to apply for Medicaid. And so if September 1st, 2025 goes and comes and you never had to apply for Medicaid and your health was reasonably good and you gave him the house five years ago, then the first day after five years, that house is his, free and clear. You've waited it out and you still have a life estate. You're still in that house for as long as you want to be. You've reserved for yourself the right to live in the house. Now, I can't give you any advice. You're not even on the phone. But these are some of the general principles. I want to say this as well, and this is really important, and I consulted a specialist elder care attorney before going on the air with you today. One of the ways, one of the most important ways that you can really take care of yourself and plan for your elder years is to go to a lawyer and to designate people in what we call an advanced directive that will be able to make decisions for you. If you're lucky enough to have people you trust, if you're lucky enough that you trust that son or daughter, and you could say to them, in the event of my incapacity, you can do Medicaid planning for me. I have that stroke. I start to get cognitive issues. I'm developing advanced Parkinson's. I have some ALS or some neurodegenerative disease. I've already said that my daughter can do this for me, and she can make these decisions for me. And that means that she can consult an elder law attorney, and they can do the Medicaid planning that will figure out the best combination of having some of your funds available to you and for you and ultimately getting you on Medicaid. It's the sweet spot. Listen, if you die with over $5, $10 million, you know what? The world expects you to take care of yourself till you're gone. Your kids are your kids. They have to make their way in the world. They're not entitled as a matter of law to be able to have your money when you're gone. But sometimes people save a few hundred thousand, and their house is all they have in the world, and they really want to make sure that their kids who need it have a place to live or have that extra money or have that college education paid for for a grandparent. I get it. You get it. And at 200000 a year in a nursing home, it's going to run out soon anyway. You've got to seek the assistance of an elder law attorney. And if you're lucky enough to have somebody in your life that you trust, you, you designate right now, you give them the power now with an advanced directive 
that if something happens to you and you become incapable, that person can act on your behalf. I'm Lisa Wexler. We'll be right back. 203-333-9422. If you've got any questions or comments for Lisa on the law, I do encourage you to write me an email, lisa at wicc600.com or lisa at lisawexler.com, and I promise we will get back to you. Stay tuned. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. And welcome back. Nancy, I understand you were listening. You're welcome. Let's continue. Let's go to Gloria from Westport. Welcome to the show. Hi, Gloria. Hi, Lisa. Um, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, What if somebody has been, I have a friend who is on Medicaid now, but I don't know if that's something that she will be able to, because of financial situation, if she will be on it in the future. So she may, I think they reassess it every year or something. I'm not no, sure. No, I think it's every six months. I think it's every more six than months. Every, yeah, I think so. Well, this is what happens, Gloria. Sometimes people are thrown off of Medicaid. That's the word that they use. They have to spend down their other asset and then they go back on Medicaid. It happens. Interesting. Okay. It's okay. not a forever thing. It's really a I question hope. of. No, no, but we're about, we're about, about, about the nursing home, so they can't, so they, she would have to, um, what she would have to do, spend down the money either way, even if she's been on Medicaid already. Yeah, but point. what they do sometimes, I just spoke to an elder law attorney about this myself, sometimes they'll go, let's say, from a semi-private room to a private room, and then they'll go back to a semi-private room. In other words, they'll have a higher or more luxurious standard of care to spend down the money. And then they go back to Medicaid, where they have to share a room again. Yeah, well, she's not a hospital. She's just getting Medicaid as, as a financial assistant for, I'm not, I guess, for whatever. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, but you financial... get, you get, you, yeah, you go, you go on and off it. If you have over $1,600 at any one time in assets, by definition, yes. you no longer qualify for Medicaid. You don't qualify. Uh-huh. Okay. I hope she's listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Medicaid Thank requires you. you to be pretty broke, like almost flat broke. Yep. Yeah. Really? Thanks, Interesting. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, let's go to Terry. Hi, Terry. Welcome. Hi, Terry. Good morning, Lisa. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, I have a cousin who, for the first time, is living alone on his own. Has no concept of money. He's got a conservator. Okay. How can someone with a conservator have access to a checking account and a credit card in his possession. Okay, I'll tell you. You're, are you asking me, like, as a practical matter, like, why is this happening? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because this person ha- has no concept of money and keeps ordering and ordering and ordering and ordering. Uh, I would say this. The short answer is the conservator has to do a tighter job of reining in those controls. Most of the conservators, Terry, that I know – they give uh, their clients access to, and I'm making this up, but not really, like $100 a week on an ATM. And after that, they can't take out anymore. 
That's what they do. That's how they have to help control their spending because a lot of people with conservators have had problems with impulsivity and spending in the past. I I have a this is my cousin, no concept of money, mm. and I, I had to I write you. checks. Yeah, and Phil, there's no balance. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. We'll just transfer the money in. Yeah, yeah. What money? Uh, where, and where? it's like, right. oh my god. Yeah, right. So and the conservator the has to do a better job. Schizophrenic and mm. yeah. Terry, you can call the conservator and you can make the conservator aware that they have to take another look at this because conservators in Connecticut have complete control over all of these decisions. It is not shared control. So the conservator can say, okay, no more credit card and this ATM maximum withdrawal in any week is blah. And after you've spent it, you don't get it till next Monday, you're out. They can do that. The thing is, I am technically not his next of kin. Yeah. So I don't know whether this gentleman would talk to me or not, you know, but he's already gone through over $80,000 in a little over two years. He had to do a reverse mortgage on his parents' house, and it's like, Terry, listen to me. A conservator, a conservator can and should talk to anybody who understands and is acting in the welfare of the conserved person. You don't have to be a next of kin. They don't have to disclose anything to you that they don't want to, but you should be able to tell them anything you want. Okay. Thank you very much. I appreciate your help. You're welcome. Happy New Year again. I hope your mom's doing well. She's doing better, and thanks for caring about your cousin. That's great. God bless. Bye-bye. God bless. Judy, I have a question about conservatorship. Go ahead. Hi. Yeah, hi. Good morning. Yes, I do. Good Love morning. your show. Um, you. Signing the house over to your child. Yes. Is that Does it not really take effect for five years? My question being, if they go for a college loan, they would own the house, and that would show them having more than they actually have. It definitely takes effect immediately. So it does you, take so that would of be course. On their, that would be but, on their credit at Oh yeah, if you if you deed the house to your kid, it's their house and it's and it's also got tax consequences. So don't do it without okay. consulting yep. a lawyer. But but yep. if you then Judy want to apply for Medicaid and only Medicaid, a very specific yep. state benefit. The state says, "Wait a minute, wait a minute. You can't gift all your money away and then tell me you're poor." And that's right. why the state says 5 years from the date of the gift, I have the right to look back and possibly unwind that transaction. No, I I understand that. We did that with my mother. The reason I would think of doing it would be because um, it would only be that my children could put a loan then against their house for me to get better care instead of just the state taking care of me. Ah, I see what you're saying, because they have better credit credit, and then they can get a home equity or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And give you maybe extra care that you might need while you're in a nursing home. Sure. And if you trust your kids, which presumably you do, and they're good kids, that might be the exact right thing to do. But listen, Judy, don't make any of these decisions in a vacuum. Make sure you get very good representation. Right. Now, I've already gone to someone, but this really brought up a subject while I was in the parking lot, and I wanted to ask this question. Yeah. But I will. But it becomes effective. For all intents and purposes, if you transfer by deed, and the deed is signed and recorded and witnessed properly, the, 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 the title has transferred. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. 
that made it clear. Thank you so much. Thank you, Judy. Thanks for calling. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 